What's up, guys? On this episode of Men With Mics, we're going to talk about April Fool's Day and how the internet's ruined it, teletherapy and our thoughts on that, how we think the world should be using spoons rather than forks, and the roles of camera guys in reality TV shows. We're also going to jump into Lil Nas X and his music video that has taken the world by storm, White Boy Summer, Sexy as Bald Men, Michael Rappaport versus the entire internet, and Bad Baby has now turned 18 and created an OnlyFans. Finally, we'll wrap up with recommendations. Hope you guys enjoy. Look at those men. Look at their mics. So damn cool. Funny and bright. What's up? What's up? What is up? That was my old intro, by the way. Yeah, you blew it last time. I did. I said, welcome. You know who does welcome? You ever watch John Oliver last week tonight? No, but I like some of the clips. Sometimes I'll watch this thing. He does like a drum roll on his desk and he goes, welcome, welcome, welcome. So you couldn't remember your own intro. Well, I, my, my intro was inspired by his, so I remembered what I was inspired by gotcha, rather gotcha. than my real intro, yes. For those watching, you may see it on my face. For those listening, you can't tell. I will let you know. I almost just had a mental breakdown in front of Casey, but now we are okay. He, I, I almost saw the true Chens. I told him he almost saw the true Chens, but he's like, he, he's like, I think I saw it. I was like, no, that was maybe 30% of how bad it can get. So he only saw a 30% freak out. Yeah. And I, I felt awkward. I was trying to make <laughs> jokes. And at one point he turned to me and said, you're making it worse. And I was like, oh no. Okay. I'm going to stay quiet now. But I'm an audio genius and I accidentally just uninstalled, reinstalled, restarted until it worked. So we figured it out. We worked it out. We're and geniuses. We're in person again. We've, we're negative testers. Uh, yes, we're negative. I missed it. As soon as I saw him, we kissed. We embraced. We did. Yeah. Because you just don't, you guys don't realize what it's like. Some of you probably do. But when you have a little baby COVID scare and you test negative, it's like a whole new world is, a, is available you, to you, you now. You feel invincible. You can do anything. And also, I got an espresso machine. You guys are well aware of our coffee addiction. Cheers. Ooh. Thank you, good sir. Wow, you, you crushed yours. Just slammed it. It was, ooh, that look on your face did not look like you enjoyed it. I did, actually. Although it's, mine wasn't as hot because I poured mine before the audio issues and then spent the last 20 minutes <laughs> having a mental breakdown trying to figure it out. And now I drank that. Yeah, so I can't crush mine like that because it's boiling hot yeah. right now. I made a second one because of how awkward I was feeling. <laughs> That's what I do when I feel awkward. I just drink more coffee. Just continue. I actually have Start noticed- tweaking out. <laughs> on my- sales calls and other things that I do, even in bars, when I, in social situations, I like just when I don't know what to do in the conversation or the other person's talking, I do tend to just keep taking drinks of something. I've even noticed it watching back our episodes of the podcast. Yeah, you do. You take quite a few drinks. I do. Quite a few sips. Whenever you're talking, I'm like, I got to do something with my hands. So I just take a drink of my water bottle and then Keep going. See, that's a normal person thing. Italian people were just doing the things with the hands all the time. So that's why I was yelling at Casey. I was flailing my hands all over the place. <laughs> that was a normal thing to do. So you're doing it right now. I know. I'm about to take a drink, but that's because uh, my mouth is is dry. I'm parched right now. My throat hurts from yelling, so I, <laughs> I'm parched as well. 
Uh, Shout out to White Wolf, though. He's always available yeah. on call, apparently, for you. <laughs> I called him. He helped me out. It wasn't the solution, but then I later figured it out. So, and but he was out doing something and still answered. So I was going to say friend. the important part is he answered the phone. Yes. He said he was out doing stuff and still answered. So good friend. Shouts out to him. But that's enough on audio issues because all you guys need to know is it's a holiday weekend and we're still here grinding for you folks. We're still doing it for you. Putting an episode together. We didn't want to ruin Easter for you guys. So <laughs> yeah, exactly. If we would have told you guys we're taking a week off like some of those other lame podcasts out there. You guys would have been devastated. They're probably also doing it. Yeah, probably <laughs> not the only ones. Yeah, I'd like to think we're special. Yeah, we are. Um, so before we go any further, everyone gets annoyed when we're going to do this. But I'm going to keep doing it. Subscribe to the show. Follow the show. Give the show a five star rating. Let get us to 100 ratings. Five stars. I and I had somebody today or the other day. My, one of my friends was freaking out saying he didn't see his up. He forgot to hit submit. It's that you, easy. Yeah. So if you've already rated us five stars, just go double check. Just do it again. <laughs> You're listening anyway. You might as well. All right. So yeah, give us a five star review, uh, subscribe to the show and uh, help the boys out. Get us to a hundred. And write us some emails. Um, yes. Write us emails. Men with Mike's pod at gmail.com. If you want any questions answered for the show, uh, there's a Google form to get free stickers in the link in our bios on at men with Mike's pod on Instagram and Twitter. And follow it up, that, follow, like, subscribe, all the good things. Is that all the housekeeping stuff? Do we have anything else? I think that's it. Okay. Um, you're so, coming from, you're coming from the city today. Yes. I came from the city. Do you uh, want to let the people know why you were in the city? Well, it wasn't, no, the, don't only, give them it wasn't the, the only reason. Don't give them the alternative it reason. It wasn't the only reason. <laughs> a lot of times I will go to the city to get a haircut and Casey <laughs> and most people think that's crazy. A two hour commute. For a haircut. It, listen, so I don't want to insult. So I, one time, I agree it's crazy. I was doing it for a while. I agree it's crazy. And I was like, okay, this is crazy. I need to find a local barber to alleviate this problem because the driving's too much. I found a place that my friend recommended from a guy he's really close friends with. I said, all right, this seems legit. I went there and had the worst haircut I've ever gotten in my life. So I think that was a sign you should always just go to your guy. You was, got, it's hard to find a guy that you can trust. I do. I like actually couldn't, when I used to cut my hair, I couldn't agree more than with that statement. That is so true. But is it the, the haircut itself as much as like the, did you not like getting the haircut more than how it actually looked? It was sucked. The guy cut my hair. No and, offense. I feel like your haircut's time kind of tough to fuck up. Yeah, that's what I'm He does maybe 50 of those a day. That's what I'm saying. It's not that crazy. And the guy, he cut my hair in maybe 10 minutes. He he did, he when he did my beard, he only did half of my face and the other half was all fucked up and like he barely even did it. (laughs) And it was a dark room, so I couldn't even see in the mirror. I was all stressed out. He was my friend's friend. I didn't want to get mad at him. And he just rushed me out the door with the worst haircut I ever got. And honestly, the haircut was 15 bucks. I feel like I got what I paid for. Yeah, I, mean, I would. Would you go to sports clips? Uh, no, was, it was a was there, it was a salon did, place with a guy who has a little barbershop in it. I also haircuts. I would glad I will gladly spend a shitload of money on a haircut if you can promise me I'm going to get a perfect haircut exactly what I want every time. I have no problem paying way more than fifty bucks for a haircut. How often? And let's exclude the commute here because it's probably less often, given that you have to go to New York City to get it done. Like, what's your routine? Two if to you, three weeks. Every two to three weeks. Yeah, that's frequent. Yes. I think I at most or yeah, probably eight weeks. When I used to get my haircut, it was probably eight weeks. Do I look cute? 
No, you have hat hair. Shit. <laughs> you Get should put that on. hat back on. Put it back on. Get back. If you guys are watching, uh, Chen's today is dressed up as not not the famous rapper, but the guy that hangs out in the famous rapper's posse. I'm in the posse. I'm in the <laughs> squad. I'm like, uh, who's the guy in Entourage? Turtle. Turtle. Yeah, you do have. That is a turtle outfit if I I've am, ever seen I one. am turtle. Uh, but yeah, people think it's crazy. My boy, I'm going to shout him out. Gary at Euro Barbershop. If you're in Manhattan, go get your haircut at Euro Barbershop. 28th and 2nd near in Kipps Bay. He's the man. He's my boy. I text him during when COVID was crazy. Uh, this is I had to go to a funeral, unfortunately, for my grandmother. And I was like, I look crazy. I haven't gotten a haircut in months. Barbershops are still closed. Hit up my guy, Gary. Drove to Queens. Cut my hair in his basement. <laughs> He's the homie. He does a great job. I trust him. I want to keep giving him my business. When I was in the city, I had a lady barber. That's fine. I think ladies do a good job. I think ladies she also. Was, she was awesome. Too. Yeah. I, I would have no problem having a female barber. I was actually like, I was in love with her for a little while. You had a crush on her? Yeah. And, did and she? then I went home one time and was telling my mom how I was in love with my barber. And she thought I was gay. Because she assumed barber oh, was male. Guy. I was like, wait, what do you mean? It's a girl. <laughs> yeah. And I like had this whole conversation with her. She was like, do you want to tell me something? <laughs> and I was like, what are you talking about, mom? She didn't realize it was a, it was a woman the whole time. Now there's anything wrong with that. No. If it was a guy, nothing. it'd be totally fine. Your mom would support you. She would totally. She would. I even told her in that. She's like, I'm, I'm fine with it. And I was like, it doesn't sound like you are. <laughs> Is there something you want to tell me, mom? There, do you have a problem with this sort of thing? <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, Natasha from Harari. Was the name of the place. Harari. I yeah. kind of like that. Is in Williamsburg. I forget the cross street. You guys aren't going to go anyway. Let's be honest. Yeah. Dude, I don't know. But that's something important. You, that's a something where you need to trust the person. You got to have a good relationship with them. And I went to someone new. He did a bad job. And then I went back to Gary and I said, I'm sorry. I'll never betray you again. I learned my lesson. He's like, <laughs> listen, it's fine. You're driving too far. Don't worry about it. I said, no, no, I'll never do it again. <laughs> Before I moved to the city, the guy I had in Jersey he was both my barber and my drug dealer. It was fantastic. Talk about <laughs> a, a good, good relationship. It's a good combo. It's it was great. You knock them both out at once. It yeah. was fantastic. Yeah, and then when you just when you uh, do the tip handoff, that's an easy drug handoff at the same time. You just go boom, boom, get it all done. Exactly. Everyone's like, Casey, why do you tip your barber two hundred fifty dollars? Like you guys Damn, don't you get really it. Like him, you don't get it, boys. It's a really good job. <laughs> uh, all right, so uh, this week. What have you been up to? What have you been observing in your life? What do you want to chat about? Uh, well, I had had a big beef with I, I used to love April Fool's Day. Oh, uh, April Fool's Day was this week. I hate it now. Yeah. It, the Internet has ruined April Fool's Day for me because it used to be a nice day where you could just like shit on your friends or like pull a prank on your friends. So you're like, all right, we're going to like uh, Kevin and Brian in college. They pulled one on me uh, senior year and it was funny. And we all had to laugh about Tell it. Tell your mom, you got a girl pregnant. That was always a great one. We, uh, they did the, they did that. They all quit football. I think it was maybe junior year. They all lied to me saying they quit football. Cause they knew I wanted to quit football. And I was like, why would you guys, I want to quit. Like now I'm <laughs> the one on the team and I get like all upset and they got me all rattled about it. It's so, like, that was good. But, but in the back of your head, you were like, Oh man, they kind of all play my position. Like I might be able yeah, to get they, on the field now. They, Let's I go. Fuck them. <laughs> but now the problem is it went from pranking your friends to just everybody is trying to troll the internet. So, so I spent the whole day just confused because I was like reading stories. I had no clue if it was real or not. It, there was a thing. Jake Cole got signed to the Pistons. I said, okay. 
I know that one's fake. <laughs> then there was one, some uh, uh, ado- animal adoption kind of Instagram account was like, oh, look at this. It was like a guinea pig cat hybrid you can adopt. And it was ugly as fuck. And I was like, what the fuck? This thing's a mutant. And I like couldn't believe it. And I was like, this is a bad photoshopped April Fool's Day joke. And I fell for it. And I feel like an idiot. You just end up wasting your time all day. Yeah. I hate, you know, sports teams get into it. And I think George Kittle put out a, uh, a Photoshop of him in a Jaguars jersey. Yeah. And was like, let's go like new, new path for me. And I was like, holy shit, George Kittle fucking is on the Jaguars now. And for a solid 15 minutes, I believed it. Right. And then the, uh, you see Michael Strahan where you pretend he fixed his gap tooth. <laughs> I didn't see that. Michael one. Strahan did a whole thing. He made a whole video that was like, oh, I, uh, he filled the gap in his teeth. And he had perfect, nice teeth. And he did it the day or two before April Fool's Day. And then, and me and my sister, my sister sent it to me, I was like, oh my God, I can't believe you would do that. That's his brand, blah, blah, blah. And then he, uh, on April Fool's Day was like, April Fool's, I still have my gap. You guys are idiots, which that one's funny. I was like, I like that one. But I hate the news things because then on April Fool's Day was supposed to be opening day for baseball and the Mets and Nats game got postponed because guys in the Nats got COVID. I thought it was an April Fool's Day joke for the longest time. So I didn't believe it because everyone else is trolling me about J. Cole on the Pistons and uh, like all these George Kittle on the Jaguars. So I couldn't believe any news. It was all like fake news all day. That's how fake news got started. April Fool's Day is the reason Trump got elected because he could coin the term fake news. Fake news. So it's April Fool's Day fault. April Fool's Day's fault that Trump got elected. That's where I'm going. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I buy that. I buy that entirely, actually. The internet ruined it. Uh, This is a quick little aside. Um, I think Trump might be going to jail or something soon. Is he? I don't know. I don't believe anything. It's possible. It was probably an April Fool's Day joke. Who knows? Fuck. (laughs) I can't believe I can't believe a single story I read on the internet this entire week. I also hate when people stretch April Fool's Day out into like an April Fool's week. They should, though, because... Well, actually, no, because I was going to say April Fool's Day is predictable, but I get fooled every year by somebody, so... Every time. Yeah, I always. You know what I hate that really needs to be canceled and I should should have (laughs) taken this to cancel court is companies and brands getting in on April Fool's Day. Yeah. Didn't somebody got in trouble for then Volkswagen do something like that? They all do something. And it's so dumb. It's it's not funny. It's so obvious. Heinz put out Heinz tweeted that they're partnering with uh, uh, what's the cranberry company? ocean spray and they're making a gravy and cranberry sauce combo called cravy i I was like like shut the fuck up heinz yeah it's it's just stupid i don't know uh the april fool's day stuff i just spent that whole day confused as shit unless you're wendy's on twitter stop trying to be cool yeah there are a few brands who do a good job uh with that kind of stuff They, they they have the troll game down pretty well wendy's is definitely one of them i wonder what the person who runs the wendy's twitter account is doing now they're probably a millionaire because they no, started it all. They probably get paid nothing. They probably get no respect and they don't. I feel like they should go off on their own and start their own agency or something. That should be a thing. I probably, bet you probably, it isn't. When, it's probably fuck Jerry. Fuck Jerry's 100% behind Wendy's maybe. Twitter account. He just runs every uh, Twitter account. That's Seriously. Uh, popular. Uh, another thing is this upcoming weekend, we were talking about it being Easter and uh, my sister is determined to make sure we have an Easter egg hunt because it's the one thing she knows a guarantee she can just dunk on me every year. I get I get whooped. Every year Easter egg hunt with her, with my cousins. So she gets super excited to just absolutely destroy me every Easter. So I think I'll be doing Easter egg hunts until I'm like 50. Are you just bad at finding things? Like- yeah, like things could be right in my face and I can't, I won't fucking see them. 
It, ha- it has to be in my face and just yelling at me for me to find stuff. I can't find anything. It has to be treating you like a pe- like you need an yes. Easter egg. That's like you fucking will never find me. You <laughs> yeah. stupid piece of shit. Yeah, it could be right in my face and I'll never see it. It's bad. So I'm really bad at Easter egg hunts. So my sister used to wax me in Easter egg hunts, but my sister is six years older than me. That's why she used to wax. No, me I'm in the Easter older one, and I still get waxed. I get waxed by my cousins that when they were, you know, in middle school and elementary school, they whoop my ass too. I'm one, just trash. We talk about this every year at Easter in my family. One year, my sister always wanted a, a puppy and one that could be like in her purse, like a teacup Yorkie sort of situation that she could carry around in a purse, kind of like a Legally Blonde. Okay. That movie was big right when she was in high school. And my mom, through the Easter egg hunt, was leaving all these hints in each egg about uh, everything hinting at a dog being at the end waiting for her. And then what ended up being at the end was a stuffed dog in a purse, like stuffed animal. That's funny. I'm not even kidding you. My sister did not talk to anyone in my family (laughs) for a week. That would have been a good April Fool's Day joke. (laughs) It would have been fantastic. If if there's an April Fool's Day Easter crossover, that would have been really good for her. (laughs) She was so pissed off. And then the joke was on my mom because I think my sister went and got a dog and then just left it at our house when she went to college. (laughs) So we had a new dog in our family because she was like, you owe me a dog now. (laughs) That's funny. Um, I guess the last thing uh, that happened this week that is worth discussing maybe is uh, someone I was when I was in New York City after I got my haircut. uh, I had a friend who was talking about how their company offers them free telehealth therapy. And that just, and she was explaining to me how it goes. And that just seems like a very interesting concept. She was texting. Texting? with The the therapist. With a therapist? Not even calling, texting. See, you want to know something funny about virtual therapy? Uh, One of of our friends was talking to me about, they just got this new therapist. They had never had a therapist before. They just started uh, talking to a therapist over COVID. And I think it happened with a lot of people. This was pretty common. This was like uh, when COVID was hot and heavy. So you couldn't go in anywhere. Right. Like nobody, was, option. nobody was going to do things. So he was FaceTiming with this guy. But he said uh, either the guy's internet was shitty or his would be shitty. And he'd be getting like real deep into some shit. <laughs> and the guy out. would be like, ah, oh, you're cutting out. Can you, I, I missed, I missed that last part. <laughs> He'd be like, how the fuck am I supposed to repeat myself on that? <laughs> you have to keep saying the most depressing parts about your life over and over and over again because I keep because it keeps lagging. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah literally. Fucked. He'd be like, come on, man. Like, get some fucking broadband or some shit. Get yourself some 5G. <laughs> I need you to be hearing this the first time it comes around. Not when I have a chance to think about it. <laughs> like dude that that's definitely the worst thing too where it, it's like you're like yeah i'm having suicidal thoughts what i'm having and you just keep saying it until you're like ingraining <laughs> it in your head making it so much worse having the opposite effect i forget who some comedian back in the day had a really funny joke about teletherapy where he was like if you're ha- if you're feeling suicidal press one <laughs> if you're, it was well, like what's funny with one the t- one one what the fuck <laughs> one 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 uh my uh my friend was saying she said yeah uh the woman was just like, oh, tell me how it's going. And she she wrote an absolute novel of what's going on in her life. Didn't get a response. Could you imagine getting ghosted by your therapist she, <laughs> like, over to, text? Like at the time you spoke to her, she still had yet to respond? Yes. Oh, my goodness. Could you imagine? That should be illegal. Could you, could you imagine it's something where it's where, oh, tell me about what's going on. You write everything that's going on with your life, how terrible it is. You're so depressed. She goes, 
oh man, I didn't realize it was that bad. Like, I don't know if I could help you, man. They just ignore you. Like, that's terrible. Would it be worse if they ignored you or if they reacted with like a thumbs up to the message? <laughs> or ha ha, they just double click, ha ha, I just don't answer you. That's, that's literally it. Dude, that's oh, terrible. Man. Getting ghosted by your therapist, I think is like, people always worry about getting ghosted by someone you're hooking up with or I think getting ghosted by your therapist would be way worse. Because so then it's like your, your problems are unfixable. Like, I, I can't help you, man. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, it is my job to deal with this. But and this is too you're, much. Yeah, you are out of my hands at this I point. I am not qualified for Jesus, that Jesus, take the wheel, lady, because <laughs> you have some shit going on in your life. That uh, therapist needs to be fired. I don't know. Maybe that's just how it goes. I'm never, I, I, I can't imagine texting with somebody would help your problems. No. I just feel like that's not effective at all. I feel like you have too much of a chance to edit what you're saying. Yeah, you you can like be yeah, too you critical of yourself, yeah. and you're like like you know your friend was writing that message and was like I don't want to say it like that backspace 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 <laughs> and rewrote it in a dip. You got to be verbal with it. There's yeah. no other way to do it. So yeah, uh, I will not be texting with a therapist. No, I've never been to therapy. Have you? I know, but I thought about it. I feel like I need it. I, mean, I needed it today when I was having a mental breakdown. <laughs> I feel like you need it. Yeah, I'll say that much. I'll say that much. I always think if you have a if you have one friend in your life, this is a little serious here, I guess, but if you have one friend in your life who you can say whatever you want to and not have any worries at all about what they're going to think about you, I think that's like good enough. Yeah, I think it's that and also trusting that they'll give you honest feedback. Yeah, I mean, I guess a therapist you kind of want feedback for, but I almost feel like a therapist real- A lot of therapists just listen, I feel like. Yeah, they're just listening and it's just someone that you can, all that shit that's going on in your head that you don't want to say to, you know, even a lot of your close friends because you just maybe don't want to for whatever reason. Right. You could say to a therapist and then no matter how they react, it's just good to get that shit off your chest and be like, I'm not crazy for thinking this or feeling this way, right? So if you have one- really close friend that you can do that with and you have no doubt that they'll still be really good friends with you no matter what you say and they won't judge you for it that i think is good enough at least in my opinion the main reason why i consider getting a therapist is just because i love to complain i just i'm very if something bothers me you see it i get just verbal with it i can't hide it so instead of bothering everyone around me with my problems i'm just gonna pay somebody that i could just bitch at them for an hour a week and then just not have to worry about it so just they have to deal they have to carry my burden not my friends and not family and shit i feel like that's why i want one yeah you certainly love to complain yeah but i love that you love to complain Do you? i don't think you liked it earlier it makes this a great show <laughs> it does i guess i don't know <laughs> maybe it does maybe it doesn't i did not like it earlier yeah it was no. not good yeah that and that was, was literally 30 percent. it could have gotten so much worse i'm glad it didn't yeah so we might not be sitting here still today seriously uh what happened with your week so uh, i what thought, about, thought about i thought about a couple things this week my main one because Haley and i go back and forth on this all the time is i think i might i think as a society we're underutilizing the spoon as a utensil go on i, I think i use spoons more than 95 percent of the world and like to the point where i'm telling you if I don't have to cut it with a knife, I'm eating it with a spoon. Now, what's your reason for that? Why do you like the spoon? Why does a spoon make sense to you? Two, two things. One, I, I think it's more efficient. I hate when I'm trying to scoop shit onto a fork. Where like if it's a very stabbable food, yes, I suppose a fork works better in that scenario. But a lot of foods that I eat, I'm, I'm scooping shit or... 
the end of it is more of a scooping process rather than a stabbing process. You can scoop with a fork. No, it just falls off the side. No. And you have to like use your fingers Knife for the sc- finger. Yeah, I do that sometimes. You get this sco- little finger. Exactly, to get <laughs> it onto the fork. <laughs> All of that. And I'm also a big sauces and condiments guy. So I like that when I'm using a spoon, I get a little sauce, a little condiment. Like I get a little bit more sauce when I'm taking my bite of whatever I'm eating. Okay. See, now what I don't get why we don't use sporks. Why isn't that the only utensil we use? Why do we even need both? I, I don't think for some reason, whenever I see sporks, I feel like they're only massive. Like big sporks for you can make a little spork. Maybe that's a business we should make. Baby sporks. Baby sporks. Or or just normal size little sporks. Spork. No, nor, sporks, nor, that, sporks for normal people. Let's normalize sporks. Nor, we should normalize sporks because it's it, it actually does I think I think it's uh big utensils. It's uh not it's not like big utensils, like big like the big companies, the companies that make the yes, utensils. Okay, not, <laughs> not literally big yeah, utensils. I got you. They're tricking us into thinking we need two separate things so they can make more money off of us when really all we need are sporks. Now that's a hot take. That's what these people are coming here for. Now, is there a way to combine a spork with a knife? Then we make a million dollars. Can you add a knife to the spork? Yes, you could definitely add it. It's just a serrated edge. But, but then the you, need the is, other, you need the other support. The problem is you don't. Oh, yeah. You need something to hold it in place while you're cutting. Thought of it. I have the answer. It's basically a sword. So the handle part is almost like a sheath. Is that the right word? Like if you had a sword, you were pulling it out. Yes. And yeah. It's in a little holder. I think sheath is what sheath. you're looking for. So it's a spork on the one side and then the handle part is actually hollowed out and you can just pull the knife out. So then I just pull the knife out, cut, put it back in and it just stays all in one device. Yeah. I feel like your sheath is going to get pretty nasty because you're going to have shit on it and then you're putting it back in and all of that. You rinse it out. I'm fine with knives being a separate utensil. Are you? Yeah, because A, you don't always need a knife. And but what if you need it? If you need it, then you get a knife. <laughs> okay. Uh, so you eat you eat everything with spoons that you can? For the most part. I think if you named pretty much any food right now besides, like I said, something you cut with a knife. So pretty much take proteins off the table and you know what uh, I even, I was going to say like a chicken nugget kind of thing. You know what which I, you can eat with your hands, I guess, but chicken nugget. Well, like say like big chunks of a meat. You like know what I actually do? I, at the countertop before I come to the table to eat, I oftentimes will cut everything up with a fork and a knife, put that shit in the sink and grab a spoon for the eating process. That's just too many steps. <laughs> That's crazy. It's a now, lot of utensils. Now you're doing too much. But if I can, you need the fork. So you're just proving you need the fork. The fork is essential. I just need the fork to hold the food in place while I'm cutting. That's my point is when I'm cutting something, you're right. You do need to be able to hold the food there while you're cutting. Other than that, for the actual eating process, if something's chopped up already, a spoon is always the go-to. What about spaghetti? Is it chopped up? No, it's normal Normal spaghetti. Long noodles long, and everything. Long nudes. Could you eat long nudes with a spoon? I feel like that'd be a pain in the ass. Yeah, that's that's a scenario. You got me there. But it's not. I said. Sporks. Chop it up. If it's chopped up. You're chop up spaghetti? As a Guido, I can't stand for that. My my <laughs> my, grandma, my grandparents are rolling around in their graves right now. They're you disgusted by that statement. Um, I also appreciate salads like really finely chopped. 
Like a good chopped salad is so much better than big leafy shits. I could go either way. It still tastes like nothing. But I, I do like, like I feel if you like go most to a, salad places will chop your salad like that. If you go to a, a chopped or uh, I don't know if these are everywhere, but we had one back at home called Red Leaf. I never you, heard of that. Nah. You build, you essentially build your salad. And then the very last step is they just dump the bowl that you just built just onto a cutting board yeah. and they just chop. The yeah. With fuck the, at with it. the half. Yep, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, that one. Yeah. Uh, Best way to yeah. eat a salad. And you need a spoon in that situation. You try and no, eat that you shit. Don't. With a, you try and eat that shit with a fork. It's just falling off the fork. It's not staying on there. And you're getting, I've had moments where I've, gotten a nice scoop and I'm like, oh, really excited. And I go in to you bite miss, it yeah. and it falls off. And I'm like, you fucking piece of shit. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I think we should just invent a sport company. I like my sheath knife idea. I'm going to invent a one, a tool that's just one utensil for all. Yeah. The problem is though, what about butter knife for steak knife? Now we're getting real into it. What if you, what if you just want to spread some butter? You can do that with a spoon. No. Yes, with you a spoon? Can. So you cut the butter with the spoon hollow side facing you so that's how you're getting the butter off the butter stick yeah then you like put it onto the piece of bread let's say flip the spoon over to the back side and now you're spreading it with the back side of this i when i'm gonna try that today when i tell you i do everything with a spoon i'm not joking Haley calls me out for this shit she's like how in the world are you using a spoon right now but it seems like you're going out of your way almost as a principal thing not necessarily as a utility thing so i'm trying to make less dishes to do you just so I know that my end game is going to, unless don't make me go back to chopping things up with a knife. Yeah. Then you're using, then you still then use I both. know it's more dishes. I know, I know, <laughs> I know. But if I know my end game is that I'm going to be eating the food with a spoon, I'm going to try and do everything else up to that point. Also with a spoon. I think you're making it more difficult for yourself. I'm going to try it though. I'm down to give this a shot and see if I can get on board with it. Moral of the story is we need to normalize using spoons. I feel like everyone never uses their spoons and always uses defaults to fork for everything. Hmm. So I'd like to see more people. I usually do default to fork unless it's a liquid. Yeah. Unless it's soup. I'm going soup, ice cream, cereal. You're using a spoon other than that. Yeah. Fork. Yeah. I default to fork. So you default to spoon. Yes. This is interesting. I'm learning more and more about you every week. You're you're seeing more and more of my anger problems. I'm just learning all the weird things you like to do. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, so my my else? other one I was thinking about. Haley and I were watching a show this week called Married at uh, Married at First Sight. Have you heard of this one? Sounds romantic as fuck. I'm I'm all in. <laughs> yeah, yeah, super romantic. So <laughs> if you couldn't tell from the title, the idea is these people have never seen someone, and these love experts based on profiles and interviews, match them up with their dream partner. And then the first time they ever see the other person is when the woman's walking down the aisle to marry them. And then they get married and they basically have the show sends them on a honeymoon and then sets them up in an apartment, like a co-apartment for them to live together. And essentially they have like four weeks, I think it is. And at the end of the four weeks, they need to decide if they want to get a divorce or not. So it's electric television, as you would that, guess. That does sound electric, and I could see it being funny, too, if they actually force them to have, like, you can't get a prenup or anything, so then it's like, if it doesn't work out, you have to deal with a really messy <laughs> divorce immediately, like, <laughs> within all weeks. So, all sort of shit like that. So you're just going there just to fuck your finances up. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, so I, I thought it was, like, so funny, because there's so many moments in this show where these people are, like, crying and 
dumping their hearts out to each other and all of this. And I feel like with these reality shows, we forget as the viewer that in order for us to be watching that moment happen, there's a dude sitting there with this massive camera on his shoulder, like maybe <laughs> a foot face. away yeah. from them, getting a super close up of them crying. And I just wonder what being that guy is like or what being in that situation is like. Like if after they're done having their conversation, the guy's like, oh shit, that was intense. Are you guys all right? <laughs> like, is he talking with them and interacting oh with them, God. popping his head out from around the camera? Like, <laughs> Do you guys want me to cut? Like, <laughs> yeah. Is it, should I keep rolling? I don't know. Uh, I noticed that with The Bachelor, because if you think about that, it, it's they're they're crying, they're falling in love and making out and do, like all up in each other's shit, per, spilling their guts out to each other. And there has to be a camera there at all times. And uh, the most obvious one in the most recent season was Matt James went on a hot air balloon date and they're getting all hot. I think it was with Michelle. And they're getting who made it to the end. They're getting all hot and bothered in the in the hot air balloon and making out and stuff like that. But they're in a small hot air balloon basket. Those things are tiny. So there's someone you could tell the camera's so close. And we when I was watching my sister and her boyfriend were like, they there has to be a guy right there. <laughs> and then they showed a wide view from somewhere else and they showed the guy with the camera. He's not even a foot from them. As, watching them make out. As they're making out and Yeah grabbing each other and shit imagine if he got a if he got torqued while that was going on that'd be fucking awkward would that be the worst thing that could possibly happen as a camera guy if you get a full heart on while people are making out and you're filming yes yeah i always wonder what actors do when they have to have those scenes <laughs> maybe there's just so many people around that you don't feel that way but or the, maybe the opposite they're just always have a boner they just always have it waistbanded for the entire time they're shooting just in case have to they take they, to avoid getting a boner and having it showing they take viagra they pre-take viagra before filming tuck it and they're like all right just keep it tucked for the entire duration of filming or maybe <laughs> maybe they wear jock straps and cups <laughs> so they all just look like they have hammers and that's yeah, it they're like, and, all right. and like their shit's just all bundled up in the cup like and really painful and they're like, fuck. <laughs> you, they're, they're making out and you just hear the camera going, ow, ow, ow. Because <laughs> the phone is starting and it's getting stuck in the cup. It's like, eh, ah, I try fuck, to keep fuck, filming. Fuck, 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 Dude, that's a sign of a professional uh, cameraman, though, is the guy who can get a boner while filming people making out and banging for reality TV and he just keeps it rolling. Yeah. That's 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 how they that's how they do the auditions. When <laughs> when they go to bang at Mary, yeah, they just, you're naked auditioning. Yeah. <laughs> or you're naked as you're... Uh, Going through your interview process to be the cameraman in one of those roles. Yeah, they're just seeing how what they could show you before you get a, all boned up. And they're like, all right, nope, can't do it. <laughs> you know, you cut off right about here. And that's right on the here. line. Yeah. Uh, Mar in the Married at First sex scene, Married at First Sight sex scenes, they always are like slowly walking backwards as the people are making out on the bed. And then they just, the door closes as they're like exiting the room, walking backwards. And I always wonder if they have to get multiple takes. Yeah. Like, like hey, could you, you guys again? start again here? And, <laughs> and then they always talk to the marriage guy who's like a pastor and he's always, he always goes, so have you consummated the marriage? <laughs> and they're like, well, <laughs> And they never give more than that. And everyone's like, oh, my God. That's, that's what I love about The Bachelor, too, is they there's always gets to a point where they do uh, 
they call them fantasy suites, which I love because like you might as well just call it the fuck rooms. Like I feel like they should just call it that. Be like, all right, it's time. It's the fan. What <laughs> he's like, it's the fantasy suite. Chris Harrison, you can do whatever you want. It's a knife, and he he's saying everything he could to dance around the fact that they're just gonna fuck each other all night. <laughs> and, and and then I think and then the camera guy can't stay. Should the camera guy be allowed to stay? If it's reality TV, should we get to see it? So they have cameras in the room now. I think they leave once they shut the lights off. No, but I, I mean, at love on the love Island anyway, when they have a similar room that couples can get picked to go to, they have cameras in the room and it's always covers and you just see covers moving. Yeah. And I think the real world started that where they would just show you covers. It's like security camera footage almost in the corners. Yeah. 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 I don't know. Maybe I think, uh, should we try to become cameramen for reality TV shows? It's a dream job of mine. It's a dream and or a voiceover guy voiceover guy would be sick. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think you have to worry about getting boned up for voiceover stuff, but maybe, I don't know. Yeah. I don't think that's all. a requirement. <laughs> no, I wonder watching back and editing. Cause obviously they don't show you everything with all the audio, but you're kind of watching softcore porn when you're editing it. Yeah. You're going sure. back through and you're like, we have a full sex scene with audio and all right here. One of uh, one of my uh, one of my friends who's a comedian, uh, Louisa Lang, who's very funny. She, uh, I think she's posted it, so I'm not spoiling like a bit. But she talked about that once that she used to, she used to work at MTV, and then I forget what show she was working on, but it was something where I don't know if it was like Naked and Afraid, or something where you would see penises a lot, and she, her job was literally to be like to timestamp dicks. She'd be like, all right, dick in the corner at time, like whatever, whatever. So she, she had a bit about that. She did uh, when she did a show like uh, before COVID. She would always do that bit. Dicks. Yeah, that's all. That's just her job is time stamping when they had to blur out the dicks. That is actually hilarious. Sounds like a fun job. Seriously. <laughs> Reminds me of Omegle or Chat Roulette back in the day. Yeah, just every other thing you, you get. Me and my a, boys a would just off. gather yeah. around a computer to watch like. 10 different dicks go by just for the chance that we might get a chick who we might be able to get to flash us, which probably didn't happen. Just ended up being dicks all the time. <laughs> yeah. It'd be one hour of surfing dicks and we'd give up surfing dicks. <laughs> one hour of surfing cocks. <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, so let's get to our I wish our, that, before we get to that I wish that could be the episode name surfing cocks if we, <laughs> surfing dicks if we could surfing dicks that baby the episode name that'd be fucking great but boys what do you say we give it another spin oh, we go surf, ah, another dick let's go surf some dicks <laughs> <laughs> alright yeah let's get into the stories so oh, speaking man. of surfing dick <laughs> what a transition that was a good transition damn I wish I thought of that too fuck see you're a professional I'm not um so okay, so that is that was really good surfing dicks. Yeah. So speaking of surfing dicks, like Casey said, the first story we have this week we have quite a few. Uh, Lil Nas X, his uh, music video, his song Montero, "Call Me by Your Name," and his sneaker collab with a Nike shoe that wasn't really with Nike; it was with another brand. Um, the big- I was I was going to ask about that. I was shocked if Nike would have agreed. Yeah, it was like I guess I guess these companies buy the shoes and customize them themselves. And then they'll sell it, which I don't get how that's legal to do that on a mass scale. I would think you can't really do that, but they have to have something in writing. Nike uh, would cease and desist the shit out of that, which ended up happening. But so we'll get into it. But also before we even get into this now, what this made me think of. So we recorded last week's episode uh, on Saturday and this last Saturday. And this just started getting this story started heating up just later that day when we were recording and the news cycle just moves away too fast. It does. It's so fast. It, it like we're last week 
I mean, what were we even talking about last week? Like we were talking about, oh, Shrimp Tales of Cinnamon Toast Crunch. And we were talking about that story. And then it's like by the time people start listening, bro, we're off that. You miss a story about the pop star who uh, get, who fucked the devil and then he got in a fight with the South Dakota governor. Like, dude, we're on that story. Like you couldn't make it's just the most ridiculous stories happen and they're happening so quick. We can't even keep up with it as a podcast. But I like to believe our listeners come to us in part because they don't want to take the time to figure out what's happening. Right. But they need to know what happened. I'm just saying we almost need to have a second follow-up episode to be like, here's all the things that happened in the 24 hours since you recorded. And that would probably be an hour because there's so many things happening every week. It's yeah. crazy. It's your driving schedule. So <laughs> yeah. you, you want to come to me more often? Keep it up. How often do you get your haircut? You get a haircut every two weeks or ever, twice a week. That would be funny if we come here to record. I drive two hours home and then we're like, Shit, another story just came up. Drive back two hours. Turn just, it around. Just do it. You take the exit to get home and just loop right back onto the other exit coming back north. Uh, all right. So Lil Nas X. Wait, speaking of that, uh, do we want to talk about the DMX situation real oh, quick? Sure, we didn't even talk about that. But we, I guess we should say, which it, this is kind of along the same lines. Uh, as we're recording DMX this morning, he uh, OD'd. OD'd and had to go to the hospital. I think he's not doing well as of recording. He's alive, um, so we don't know if that'll change when this comes out, but we're he's with thoughts and prayers. Thoughts and prayers. Hope he ends up okay. He's obviously a legend, but regardless of that, we obviously hope we he's were, healthy. We were going to talk about it today, but we decided we want to give it a week to kind of see what happens with him, yeah. and so we can talk about it a little bit better. And hopefully talk about week. the fact that he pulled through. So yeah, hopefully. Through him. Um, okay, so Lil Nas X. Uh, so hmm, where's the most logical place to start? So he, it started off, he put out this song Montero and basically in the music video, which we just watched me and Casey watched it again before we recorded. He, uh, he's just, he's playing every character. It starts off, which I don't even get. It's kind of like a heavenly thing at first. And he's making out with himself, licking his own stomach. And it's the. It's the Garden of Eden. Is that what he was? Yeah. All right. So it's the Garden, so it's of, Garden Eden. of Eden where the snake talks to Adam and it's temptation. And then Adam eventually eats the apple and in Lil Nas's ex, ex's version makes out with he, the snake. He ate his own ass. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then that means you're damned to hell for the because you ruined you. You couldn't uh, right. resist temptation. Yeah. So then he pole dances down to hell, gives the Satan a lap dance, gets him all boned up. And then kills him at the end and takes his horns and takes his horns and becomes the devil, I think. And people were up in arms about it, saying he's pushing satanic stuff onto children. And he was getting in a beef with the South Dakota governor. Uh, Swaggy P got mad at him. Uh, Lu Joyner Lucas, I saw, got mad at him. So there are some people you would expect like, uh, you know, conservative uh, politicians who are looking like, oh, like I'm supposed to be mad about this. So I'm going to make a big stink about it. And then some people I was pretty shocked by, but a lot of people were not happy with the music video. Yeah. All sort of people were outraged about it. And first of all, don't listen to the song. Don't watch the video if you're that outraged about it. Yeah. And if and I, I think what the real root of the issue here is, is. He like is a super gay and out man and he is strutting his shit in that video and he's like dancing all sexy he, and he kind of killed that lap dance too. Yeah. Not going to lie. Oh my God. He yeah, he did. Up. And yeah. he's dressed like all sexy and he's just like being like very much himself. 
And I think these religious conservative people have a problem with that, regardless of if the devil's involved. But because the devil's involved, they can attack that piece of it and say, you know, he's, you know, spreading satanic love. Like, no, he's fucking not. It's a music video. Yeah, I don't get what what I don't understand either, too, is it's like. People are so dumb. The whole video is a troll. He he's doing that entire video to because it's like a stare. Like that's what people think. People are super religious, super Christian or Catholic. They say like, you know, that was like a thing. If you're gay, you're going to go to hell or some shit like that. Right. So he's just basically trolling them like, oh, you think I'm going to go to hell? Okay, I'll show you me going to hell. And he's doing it with the intent of getting those people upset. And then they just fall into it. So I never understand these people when they get all worked up, when it's so obvious that the intent is for you to get upset. So you're kind of playing into his hand. Like, that's obviously what he wants you to do. And people just don't see that. And it doesn't make sense to me. And people saying that he, you know, he, uh, for children, he's like, uh, I kind of understand the point where they were saying he marketed Old Town Road to kids. And then now he's doing stuff that's inappropriate. I kind of can understand that like if he never try to pitch to kids i'm about to call your ass out no but i'm i'm gonna contradict all right go ahead but i'll agree with you probably you can't have your take on cardi b and meg the stallion that you had last week which is that these kids are finding and doing no, whatever they want to do anyway that's if, what i was gonna say if what you're worried about is that music video Buddy, take a look around the internet one quick time for me. Take one spin around the internet at what your kids are looking at and doing already. And that music video is the least of your worries. No, I I agree with that 100%. Like when they get mad, my children are going to see this. Well, it's not his. And he said that, I think, too. It's not his fucking job to monitor what your children do. He can make whatever he wants. And it's your job as a parent to monitor what your kids do. And like to your point, which I said last week or two weeks ago, whatever it was. Uh, your kids are watching way worse. So, and cause you gave, cause you're not monitoring them on their phone. So and it's elementary schools had your kids r- singing about drinking purple drink with the old, t- like the old town yeah, road song isn't a kid friendly song. But yeah. But what I'm saying is like, he did lean into the fact that kids liked it. Like I can kind of, un- cause like Cardi B and Meg the stallion, they're never saying hey kitties <laughs> like want us want us to show you how to twerk like they're not doing that they're it, kid if kids consume it it is what it is but they're not marketing it to kids i feel like i could understand the argument where lil nas x was intentionally trying to market to kids when old town road blew up i can kind of understand that argument but i still default back to it's your fucking job to monitor your what your kids watch yes it is or Just let your kids watch whatever they want to watch because they're going to see it eventually. And if you just shield them their entire lives, they're going to turn into absolute animals when they grow up. Like, you know, the kids in college college who never drank, who never drank growing up. I'm not going to say any names, but like there's a select few. They're in the hospital week one. Exactly. They're in the hospital week one. They're alcoholics probably now. Yeah. Because they you never let expose them to any of that shit. So how about you just let your kids find this shit out on their own? They're going to anyway. And. They're going to be fine. Yeah, I agree. They're going to be fine because I, I think people also are very overdramatic. Like, I'm not going to, as a kid, watch that and then be like, I fucking love the devil now. Like, I want to I want to ride the devil's cock so hard because you watch that video as like a 12 year old. Like, I don't think that's how it works. <laughs> if I was a 12 year old, I'm not even sure I would understand what was going on right. in that video. Yeah, exa- yeah, it's so dumb. Um, but the second part of the story, I guess, too, then is he released a shoe with 
it's MH something something. I don't remember the name of the company. It was some company that customizes sneakers. They customized 666 of these Nike Air Max shoes that they claim, which I don't even know if this is true, but they claim there's a drop of blood, human blood in each one, Just which is a little weird. Chef's kiss. But it's well a troll job. Done. I respect Lil the troll Nas job. X. Yeah. Well done. But I think as of now, Nike did a cease and desist in one. So I think if whatever he didn't sell and ship, he can't ship them anymore. So I think they are, as of right now, they did successfully stop him from doing more. But he sold, they were a thousand each and he had 666 pairs and he sold them all out in a few hours. So that's over $660,000. That's crazy. Yeah. From yeah. Sneakers. I, he's got, he's got to be filthy rich at this point. That Old Town Road song was such a monster. Yeah. Biggest but, song of the summer last year. Or no, not last no, year. No, not last year. How many, so many Two years, years ago. Two years ago, maybe? It, it started, it sucked too because i loved that song before it got really huge i don't know how i found it like some blogs were talking about it before it really blew up but then once it blew up it just killed it which happens a lot are you that guy it just i hear it too much it's not I, like i'm mad that it's popular i'm mad that i've heard it now everywhere i go it's like i okay i, I mean remember. like are you the i like that song before all of you guys liked it guy no I, i'm just saying i liked it before like i was fortunate enough to have found it before it got overplayed so and i was enjoying it more at that time but then it was just every five seconds you heard it, then it got to the point where it kind of ruined it for me, which is unfortunate because it is a great yeah. song. I'm not saying it's super negative to be that guy. It's tough to not be that guy. Oh, not yeah. To, I love not to just bragging. at least reference the fact that that song is all like, I'm not trying to be a dick, but that song is already old to me. Yeah. Like I'm already, I've already played that song on repeat 20 fucking times every day. And I've wore it out to myself before the radio played it 20 times a day. So what Casey's trying to say is he's cooler than you. Yes, exactly. we're both cooler. We're, we're both, both cool. much we're cooler cool than the Mikey's. And you're not. Just kidding, Mikey's. We love you. Um. So, yeah. So we think everyone's being a big crybaby about it. Is that our take? I think it's just not his job. He can do whatever he wants. And it's your job if you like it or not. I don't think anyone has to appease anyone else. Yeah. And I think we're Lil Nas X super fans. I love Lil Nas X. Yeah. yeah. Great Twitter follow, too. He's the funniest so funniest guy on Twitter. He's so funniest funny. dude on Twitter. He's the best troll on the Internet, I think. If um, I was, if I was gay, I would have, like, he would be my, like, celebrity wanna fuck crush He's, he's a good looking dude. He's in great shape and he's hilarious. He, and he's rich. Yeah. Total package. All of the above. Yeah. He's everything you could ask for. I'll take it all, please. <laughs> Give me more of that. Check, check, check. Um, okay. Uh, so next we have, it's about to be white boy summer. Chet Hanks, white boy summer. I brought this story to the table because I... I was became familiar with Chet Hanks uh, last year, two years ago at the Golden Globes. He did this video or he was on video is all over Twitter where he was doing this super Jamaican accent. Yeah, I think it's called Patois. Patois. Yes, yes, yes. And he and everyone was like, what the fuck is Tom Hanks son doing? I think because a lot of people thought that's how he actually talked. People didn't realize initially that that was just a thing he did. It was like people thought that's how he really spoke all the time. But even but even once people found out that he was doing a voice, people were like, wait, is this racist? This is definitely not <laughs> he okay. he did it pretty good, too, because people were like, he is really pretty good, good at it. Yeah. <laughs> really, really good. Like, if you watch it, it's hard to not love what he's doing. Um, but ultimately, this guy, he he's now like legendary. Like he's known for loving black culture. He specifically loves black women and black women specifically love him at least up until we'll talk about it, but he got milkshake duck. So 
up until then, like black women, there would be like, there's like fan groups, like full of black women that just love Chet Hanks. Cause he's like the ultimate like white boy that like they would want to get with. And he always wanted to be a rapper. Yeah. He tried, he tried was, to be he a rapper rap for a little bit. I think. Yeah. yeah for as like Chet Hayes and that never worked out. But anyway, he came up with this thing the other day called white boy summer where I think it started real casual. He just basically put out an Instagram uh, story being like, I have a feeling it's going to be white boy summer this year. Like this is going to be a white boy summer. And everyone was like, what the fuck does he mean? Like, why is he saying that? Like, is that racist? Well, last year was hot girl summer. So this year is white boy summer. I think that's what he was going for. Maybe. Like Meg the Stallion. I don't know hot if he thinks summer. enough into that to like, I don't know if he was pre-planning that far ahead. I think Chet Hanks is playing chess. I think he's playing 4D chess with us and we're playing checkers. He's two steps ahead of us. We'll have to see. <laughs> but I wanted to go through some of these rules here. Cause I feel like you and I aren't necessarily people that abuse these, but I feel like we hang out with a lot of people that abuse sure. these. Yeah. And I feel like there may be some of you listening that these might hit home with. So first of all, he said, he clarified, he's not talking NASCAR Trump loving white boy summer. He's talking people who, you know, no plaid is a rule for no white plaid. boy summer. You're not allowed to wear any plaid. So no, none of that vineyard vine shit with the plaid patterns and anything like that. No Sperry's. You're not on a boat. Okay. Get those Sperry's off your feet. Uh, no calling girls smoke shows. No <laughs> salmon colored clothes. Just burn it. Burn everything salmon that you own, he said. Got it. Backwards hats are okay. Yep. Shout out. I got it. Uh, but dad hats are iffy. So backwards hats, if they're snapbacks, flat brims, I think he's saying are, are, are all right. So I'm good right now. Dad hats are iffy unless you have a clean fade, he says. Yeah, I like that. You need to have a clean fade. I kind of, I don't know what that means. I'll be quite honest. You guys just have to have a nice tight fade. up into. You have to have a tight uh, fade. Like you got to go to Gary at your barbershop in Manhattan and have him give you a clean fade. I'm going to Gary pay you for this episode. He should pay me. But no, he shouldn't because he's my guy. So I will not charge him, but I love him. Um, But I like to wear dad hats. So that's yeah. one that I definitely violate and will violate. Uh. Our personal favorite. This is the best one. I'm excited for you to say it. <laughs> no yelling woo after you take a <laughs> shot. <laughs> Dude, because that's, it's such like a very specific thing that I've never thought of, but it is pretty, like, I think that is very common. And I think that is a, only a white guy thing. I never thought of it as just a white guy thing, but I don't know. Think about it. You can see in your head right now that, that like group a of guys guy, at the yeah, bar yeah. that they all have their khaki short, their salmon colored shorts on and their vineyard <laughs> vines vine, plaid or like a button down shirt. And they take, and a, berries, take yeah. their shot of Patron together and they're like, woo. Like, <laughs> oh man. Yeah. We're getting fired up. <laughs> so no yelling woo no after woos. shots and no being sloppy drunk in general and getting in people's faces. Like that guy's not friends with you. He doesn't want to hear about the same thing over and over again that you keep talking to him about. Oh my God. I have so many. So recently I had two. Well, one I want to add to that is not only getting sloppy drunk and getting in someone's face. He should also add getting sloppy drunk and reintroducing yourself to people that you just met because you keep forgetting that you met them two minutes ago. I It happened to me this weekend, but I hate when people, when dudes do that. They're like mad drunk. They're in your face. They're like you're just being a slob and you already met them once you had the brutal conversation that really sucked and then they're like all right i got out of that then two minutes later the guy comes back to you you're gonna run it back did i meet you already like what's up my name's todd and it's like what's up todd yeah we met earlier and then you have to fucking do the whole same conversation again that needs to stop just control your liquor don't be a sloppy drunk asshole or once ever. you get drunk don't talk to anybody just sit in the corner <laughs> yes and and again i think i've i i don't think i know that i've been uh 
uh, violator of many of these rules. But these are the rules of white boy summer. We didn't make them. We just have to follow them. <laughs> uh, my favorite part is at the end, he said, it's not white boy summer to have any ill will or prejudice towards people who are different than you. So part of white boy summer is having no ill will and no prejudice towards anyone, especially people that are different from you. Wow. What a nice guy. I know. I really like, I, I like Chad Hanks. I know he gets a lot of shit on the internet and I'm not going to go deep into it because every fucking episode, I feel like we talk about, yeah, we're trying to avoid just talking about people men abusing women yeah. and getting canceled. <laughs> um, but yeah, he apparently has a restraining order against him from an ex-girlfriend and everyone's been, you know, super pissed off at him about that. But that's besides the point. I feel like I genuinely do like Chet Hanks, even though he was born with a silver spoon in his mouth. Um, but with white boy summer, I wanted to know, do you have any rules that you think we should add to this list? My only rule I think was what I said is that you shouldn't reintroduce yourself 50 times. I think white, white boys got to stop doing that. It's like once you reintroduce, once you've been at a, a gathering, for more than 20 minutes, just don't ever introduce yourself to anyone because you probably already did. I think if you're drunk, just assume you already introduced yourself to people and just accept the fact you don't remember the name. I almost might go an entire step further and say, this might sound harsh, but just don't introduce yourself to anyone at a public place. Yeah, just just you don't need to know that guy's name. He doesn't need to know your name. Yeah, we'll forget it. It's, yeah. It doesn't matter. <laughs> Maybe if you have to have a 30 second conversation with them, great. But you're not exchanging business cards. You guys aren't going to work together later. This isn't a yeah. trade show. Move on. Be anonymous. White boy summer. Be anonymous. Don't let anyone know who you are. Exactly. <laughs> Hang out with your friends. That's what you're there to do. <laughs> I have a couple. So uh, no saying Saturdays are for the boys unironically. I feel like that's already been dead. But yes, that is true. No, you think it's been dead because we hang out with good groups of people. People still do that? There's definitely guys oh, out ironically? there that hang out on Saturdays and just constantly are yelling to each other, Saturdays are for the boys. Or the flag. Like if they have yeah, the flag taking still. Picture, posing yeah. for pictures with the fucking flag. Yeah. Okay. No, I agree that is that. not white boy summer. Yeah. Um, I am curious what you're going to think about this one. And maybe this is just me being a big guy and a little self-conscious, but unless you're near a body of water- Put your shirt on. Have a shirt on unless there's a body of water nearby, like a lake or what, an ocean or a pool. What's nearby? Define nearby. Like, like how far away we are from the lake now. Unless you are potentially, unless you're in a swimsuit and potentially going to be jumping into water, keep your shirt on. Why you, do you need to have your shirt you on? You want to get a nice tan. You want to get nice and bronzed. I guess. I don't buy it. I'm not about it. So then, but then it's, I feel like the people in Central America get really fucked on because there's a lot less bodies of water for them to be around. In Central America? Central, like US, I mean. Oh, Central US. Yes. Okay, fair. Yeah. I was like, Central America? Yeah, they have a lot of water around there. I was like, that's <laughs> like as thick as Florida. Like, you could go an hour either direction and you're out an ocean. Yeah. Central United States. Yeah, that's a, that's a fair point. I guess those boys on the farm might want to take their shirts off. Yeah. Yeah, they have to. They have but to get a farmer's tan. They can't fix it. <laughs> let me just also say, I feel, like farmers, I feel like farmer's tan should be not white boy summer. You can't have a farmer's tan. I don't think. Uh, I think living in Central America in the Central United States is not white boy summer. As yeah. a whole, if you move, live there, move you're to out. the coastline. <laughs> yes, be a coastal elite like us. You are out if you <laughs> live in the center of the United States. You're out on white boy I, I summer. Think, I think that's a rule I want to add, which kind of contradicts yours. Is don't have a farmer's tan. I feel like that's not white boy summer. 
having a farmer's tan. So you should be shirtless at all times. Which means you need to hang out by more bodies of water to so fulfill all So everybody move rule. into my beach house with me. That's <laughs> what we're saying. I'm fine with shirtlessness if you plan to jump into a body of water that day. <laughs> That's my only rule. Okay. And then the last one I have is no shotgunning or any form of chugging. Low key, I have very rarely shotgunned in my entire life, even in college. But that's partially out of insecurity, knowing I'm not, I'm going to spray it when I, I'm going to do the key wrong and spray it everywhere. I'm going to spill it on my shirt. So I just know I'm not going to do it well. So I've, I've historically always avoided those situations. You can drink your beer quickly and, and enjoy your beer, but let's, let's just, let's grow up a little bit. Let's be adults <laughs> about this and no, no more. I have a, a friend from home. He'll know I'm talking about him. He always loves to do these chugs and then half the beer ends up on his shirt. Yeah. So I'm saying and then you're walking around with guy. a soaking wet shirt for the rest of the day. I like that. Yeah. Don't. Yeah. I like that as a rule. Don't be chugging drinks and getting it. Don't wear your drinks. Don't there you go. Wear That's your the drinks. best way to say it. No yeah. wearing your drinks. If you're going to chug, you better get every single sip of that into your mouth. So that's white boy summer. I'm I in. hope I hope Chad Hanks makes a comeback. And I he like can Chad get Hanks. around this milkshake ducking, dude. I love how I never knew that existed, and now every time be like milkshake duck, milkshake duck. Because every story I saw it in the article that. I read about this yeah. is like he got milkshake ducked. I was that's like, true. damn, I didn't even know that was a term. Yeah, we just found it out. All right, uh, next we have this is a study that came out about a week ago from recording, but it's so funny. I have to, I wanted to bring it up so bad is there was a study that came out of the sexiest bald men. And yes, they did this study basically by, I'm going to try to find an art, the article I had. So they basically what, how they determined this was they used, they did Google searches where they searched a bald. If you searched a bald guy and you use the terms, the word sexy, hot, somewhere in your Google search that counted as so this is like a scientific study they did almost. Yeah. So I don't, I really remember who did it, who specifically did it. Some doesn't organization matter. did that. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Anyway, it blew up because the results and I can't find the article, but I remember some of it. The results were, um, the winner, which got everyone up in arms was Prince William, who we recently <laughs> discussed on the show. And that's just a tr you're trolling. Yeah. Well, what if if I feel like the people had to have been okay? What metric can we use to get someone who's obviously not the hottest bald man, so we can uh, get some clicks and get people talking? So I don't even think they're trolling so much as I mean Prince William. I I also don't think is hot, but if you're Prince William. Like he's not super bald. He's just, he's got a bad widow's peak, but, and he's certainly got male pattern baldness and he will be bald at some point. But if you're Prince William, you're probably pretty pissed you're on this list. Even though you're the number one on the list, you're like, um, excuse me, I'm not fucking bald yet. <laughs> but the other thing also though, he's definitely mad and secure about his hair too, because there was some video, I forget what it was for, but it was him and Kate. They they were talking about something, some kind of PSA video they made, and they some stupid ass royal family, some shit dumb they royal family do. bullshit that nobody cared about and <laughs> should have listened to. But I, when I I literally saw it without volume, and all I could tell was they did a like a wide angle shot, and they literally cropped the video so the top of his head was cut out. So he's definitely so uh you know self or, uh, self conscious about it that he intentionally was like cut off my head so people can't see how bald I am. So he definitely yeah was upset that he was on this list. If you're Prince William, do you 
just use your money to fix that problem because you can. Yes, there, I don't it exists. Like plugs Dude, are a thing. If you're going bald, but is it more embarrassing to no. fix it? Because people know that. That's I don't a think thing. it matters because it's so common. It's it, if you're going bald, I think you should either just go to fix it or shave your head. I feel like it's just one or the other. You can't have that in-between look. I feel like you just got to go commit to one or the other. Like I'm really self-conscious about how much body hair I have. I am too. It sucks. But I, and I shave it. I have Haley shave it for me actually, which is fantastic. But I, I shave it pretty much during the summer when I'm going to have my shirt off like weekly or every two weeks. But I'm, I'm straight up about it. I'm like, yeah, I'm self-conscious about the body hair that I have. And so I shave it. But like I, I, I feel like if you do something to medically correct that, people are going to hate on you. I don't think so. I don't at least. I just, I respect If Prince William way. just all of a sudden had a full head of hair. People have done that. Like Jason Witten did torn that. Torn apart. I guess Jason Witten got shit on when he did that too. But <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I don't have a problem with it. Because I, I just think if you have the money, if you have the money, you have the means to fix it. Or anyone has the means to just shave their head. So I just think there's no excuse to leave it in limbo. I just think you got to commit one way go or the bald. other. Go bald. You'll be sexy. Go. I always say if I was going to go bald, I if I was going bald, I would just immediately shave my head and grow out a beard, get tatted up, and just commit to that look. So I realized I was losing my hair right before COVID. So about a year ago. And How fast is it going? It was going fast. And then I shaved my head. And I had a beard with a shaved head, almost looked entirely bald. And I hated that look. Really? So I, I could feel like you'd look good with that. Everyone told me I looked good with it, but yeah. I just felt I, I'm a, a very happy, easy to talk to person, outgoing. And I looked intimidating. That's why that's what the, that's the look I'm saying I would go for. You got to go for the intimidating look. I don't like looking intimidating. Yes, yeah, your personality. Yeah, <laughs> I did not. It didn't match my personality at all. So then I started taking medicine to not be going bald. Did it help? Yeah. I've heard some people say that, like stuff like that. It's, helps, it, yeah. it is an incredible difference. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I'm a, I'm guilty of this as well, but I also will admit that I'm, I feel like Prince William would never actually say that. He would just get it done and then act like nothing ever changed. But there, yeah, but there's also a point when you're balding. Like, I feel like you, like you as yourself will notice it before most people. And it's really not as bad as you get worried about. But there's definitely then a point where it's like, all right, now you're at the point where you got to do something about it. Like, sometimes it's like you're noticing it's go you're losing your hair, but most people can't, like, won't notice it. It's the number one thing by far that guys are, it, it you lose your, your manhood. Like, you're like, what is happening to me? I think, ball, well, ball guys are sex. So then the, this, so this list, I guess we should say all the other people on the list, which made this seem like even more of a troll. The number two on the list was Mike Tyson. Yeah. Get the fuck out of here. He's not hot. Like, come Not on. at all. Get the fuck out of here then with Mike Tyson. The rest was Jason Statham, Pitbull, Michael Jordan, Floyd Mayweather, John Travolta, Bruce Willis, The Rock, and Vin Diesel. That was the it's order. A, it's a good. It's a good uh, follow up list from the top two. It got better, but the, the top, top two like clear headline grabbers. Who? who they, wait, what has clickbait? They're, they're clickbait eight, burglars. There were eight point eight million searches for Mike Tyson being hot. Who are these people? Mike maybe, Tyson's not hot. Maybe young Mike. Before all the drugs and all that shit. Maybe I guess he's dangerous. Girls like guys that are dangerous. Maybe that's it. Well, that's going to get into, can we give our rankings of our top five sexiest bald men? Because I have some different reasonings on why I think some of the guys on my list are sexier than other bald guys. Okay. Yeah. So we decided we were going to make our own lists and compare it. So, all right. Well, should we go five, five, five to, to one? one 
and what we do five five four four three okay okay who's your fifth so number five i have vladimir putin Okay. Um, the, he was, I think, on this list. Like he just missed the top ten. I supreme think. ruler of Russia. Uh, <laughs> I love him. I think he's a great guy. He's kind of badass. He's, he's badass. really good at hockey because he makes everyone let him score. And he just <laughs> won Russia's sexiest man. So if you're the sexiest man in a country the size of Russia, definitely was a fair voting to completely. Not, just like all of the elections that he also wins. Yes. So Vladimir Putin <laughs> is my number five. Okay, I like that. So my number five was Howie Mandel. Oh, I like that one. <laughs> because he's, I think he's funny. He's successful. He's on TV. He's also, uh, the only thing that's a downside for him is a huge germaphobe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so if I you want to get, if you wanna get all handsy with Howie, you can't do it. He probably won't like it. Yeah. I, I, uh, people that are germaphobes weird me out. Yeah. Germaphobe enough to not even, even though half the world now is germaphobic because of COVID. <laughs> Yeah, but you don't even want to give people handshakes and shit like that. Get yeah. over it. You know what it always makes me think of? Uh, from the Cat in the Hat movie, uh, there was the guy who had, he had a, he was the boss of the mom's work at the Cat in the Hat movie. People who know this will know it. I, I can no tell clue. you're not going to know yeah, it. I have no clue. But he always had a strap to him, a hand sanitizer thing, and he'd pump, like pump, pump hand, <laughs> hand sanitizer. And then a guy starts on his first day and he shakes his hand and he's like, fired fired fi- fired for shaking his hand because he's such a germaphobe oh uh, that's weird you got people like that in real life <laughs> yeah you got it i think that's how howie mandel is yeah i think he is i think and they fuck with them too on like america's got talent and stuff which i think is the best show on tv i don't know if i've ever said that before it's a it's, it's a, a really phenomenal good show. show very yeah. underrated um right, who's your four my number four is bill burr because funny that's a good one funny is sexy yeah, Bill Burr is a good one. I have a real thing for gingers, so yeah, funny is sexy. We we were we were talking about that last night, me and my friends, because my one friend is ginger, and he was claiming that every girl goes through a ginger phase, where they like ginger guys. He's he said elite because you think of gingers that there's not very many of them, but he was claiming that every girl has at minimum hooked up with the ginger. So you know what gingers have going for them is. And also going against them is there's no middle ground for a ginger there. If you're a ginger, you're either hot is what we said. or yes. you are not. Yeah. We said there's very distinct types of ginger, like even guys and girls, like you're either just the biggest, like a huge dork or you got like a really hot vibe about you. There's, there's no in between. Yeah. There's zero in between. Yeah. There's a big range. And you know which one you are if you're yeah. a ginger, which <laughs> yeah. is a bummer for you yeah. if you're not, but there's no way to spin it in your head to <laughs> be something else. <laughs> okay. Wait. My number four <laughs> is Mr. Clean. Mr. Clean. Mr. Clean, he's pretty jacked. Is Mr. Clean the same the as house? the Arm and Hammer guy? Are they one and the same? No, I'm going to say no. Arm and Hammer guy. Arm and Hammer, I think, is just like an arm. I don't, I don't know. Is there a full guy? I'm thinking of, I'm probably thinking of Mr. Mr. Clean. Clean. I think Mr. Clean, he's granted, he's a cartoon, but if he wasn't a cartoon, I think, I think even as a cartoon, he's hot. Some guys are into that. Some girls are into that. I think. He's hot and he keeps the house clean. He also He'll, cleans. Yeah. He, yeah. He, he cleans. He has and a successful business. He does. <laughs> he has a very successful business. <laughs> and he's like one of the, he's going to, he's coming for your girl. Yes, he is. <laughs> I your like girl. Your girl's looking at that aisle of cleaning products. Mm-hmm. She sees Mr. Clean. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
She's not going to go with some other. She's not going to go with Febreze. What is that? A yeah. wind? It's wind blowing. That's what you, their logo is. No, I'm going Mr. Go Clean. Go with the hot jack Mr. Clean. Exactly. Yeah, so I think he's up there for me. The only thing that Mr. Clean has going against him is like, I think he, he looks like he's like 70. He's very ghostly looking. But he's also in great shape. So I feel like he's aged very well at the same time. He'll live to like 120. Yeah, yeah. he might never die. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, all right, my number three. This one's more serious. I couldn't make a list without him. Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Okay. He he comes up soon for me. Yeah. He yeah. is just a physical specimen. The tattoos, the uh, his skin color is like perfect. And like- He's perfectly bronze. Yes. He's perfectly bronze all the you time. You think he abides by white boy? Well, actually, maybe he's not white, so he doesn't have to. Yeah. He's that's, not. That's why he gets so bronze, because he's not white. Fuck. Yep. Yeah, good for him. In case you didn't know, good for him. Dwayne the Rock Johnson, not, not a white, white guy, <laughs> <laughs> not a white guy. No, for breaking news to people. <laughs> uh, but yeah, he's my uh, and I and I always loved. He was my favorite wrestler growing up. So yeah, he's my yeah, he's up there for me for sure. My only beef with him now though is I find that he is too scripted in everything he does. I don't think he's very authentic anymore. I find that frustrating with him. I I think he's too fake now. Yeah, he's he's fairly fake. Yeah, I feel like he. I used to I'll love him. I feel like now he's too trying to be perfect, and everything is so calculated that I, I don't know. It rubs me the wrong way. I want more authenticity from him. He's a business. Yeah, he himself like is a business, so he's got to kind of be like that. Okay, so my number three is kind of similar, kind of serious. Jason Statham, badass. He'll come up on my list. He's hot. He's a great actor, successful. I just think he's a good looking dude. Jason Statham. So good story about Jason Statham. Uh, me and my buddies in high school had a, a thing for Jason Statham to the point where one time we found ourselves and we didn't even realize how, where we, how far we had gone down the rabbit hole until at one point we were just watching. I think we had Googled Jason Statham shirtless and working so you, out. So you were on this list. We were, yes. you, you probably showed up on this list. We Googled Jason Statham shirtless and working out and we're just watching different clips of movies he's been in where he was shirtless and working out. And at one point there was a shot of him doing pull-ups from behind where you could see like his traps and like how jacked he looked from you behind. Really want to and fuck him, all oh of God. us, all of us at the same time went, Ooh, <laughs> and we were like, we should stop doing this. <laughs> <laughs> this has gone too far. Um, all right. So is he next for you then? Or is he... Not yet. I'm not going to tell you. Oh, next for me. So you'll know where Jason Statham is on my okay. list. Next for me is not Jason Statham. Who is it? It is a comb combination. This is a twofer. Okay. Because they are sexy for the same reason to me. Steve Jobs and Jeff Bezos. Fuck, you took... Mm, that was going to be my... That was going to be my number one. Damn. Smart and Jeff rich. Bezos. I love smart and rich. Uh, but Steve smart Jobs? and rich is sexy. Steve Jobs slash Jeff Bezos, because I wasn't sure if we were only doing alive people, yeah, but you I took like, Mr. Clean. I feel so. like once you're dead, that doesn't count. Mr. Clean's alive. And Steve Jobs, uh, I think he had cancer and that's kind of why he started balding. So I wasn't yeah, sure if I should yeah, put him on my list good, at yeah. all. Yeah. So, uh, but Steve Jobs, Jeff Bezos, the combo, they're kind of, you know, in that same territory, but rich is hot. Rich is hot. But Jeff Bezos also, not only is he rich, but you ever see, he got jacked. He got jacked recently. You ever see that picture of him where he's walking with the sh he looks like he's in the Matrix with the shades on and all black and he's looking all buff and shit. Like he's a good looking dude now. Granted, his eyes kind of fucked up, but besides for that. You know, I think his ex-wife is the richest woman in the world. Yeah. Just for because sure. of being his ex-wife. And she just gives away like so much of her money too and shit like that. Yeah. But good for her, good for him. Yeah. So yeah. who's your number two? My number two is The Rock. 
So I go number two, The Rock. Number one, Jeff Bezos. And my number one is Jason Statham. All right. So we got a lot of overlap. Yeah, we did have some overlap there. I'm a little shocked Joe Rogan didn't make your list. Shit. Are you bummed? Yeah, I didn't think about him. He's a boy. I thought about him, um, decided to leave him off my list because he falls kind of in the Bill Burr category for me. And I also actually don't think Joe Rogan's funny. Really? I love Joe Rogan, but for everything other than his comedy, I don't think he's overly funny. Sometimes he makes me laugh, obviously, but I don't think he's like, I want to say he's my favorite comedian as a stand-up. Interesting take. Interesting yeah. take. But especially now that he's all jacked from all the working out he and does. And all the testosterone he takes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, but yeah, he's a honorable mention for sure. Yeah, he should have been on my list, actually. I should have replaced I should have replaced uh, Mr. Clean with him. <laughs> or Howie Mandel. <laughs> but, all right. Um, I'm going to get start explaining this. I'm going to get water because I feel like I'm about to pass out. Do you want to just, oh, no, I guess, going, going. uh, in, yeah, in COVID wise, I probably shouldn't let you take a drink of my water. That's what yeah. I was about to offer. Nah. Uh, yeah. So the next one we have here is Michael Rappaport basically versus the internet. Um, he got just bodied this entire week by people on the internet in general, specifically, uh, Prez Portnoy from Barstool and Kevin Durant, um, the basketball player. If you don't know who he is, he is. <laughs> you shouldn't be listening to this. <laughs> but yeah, he is just the fucking worst. Do we I both hate, have the same take on I him in that fucking light? I hate Michael Rappaport. He's a huge pussy. For, he says he calls himself the king of shit talk. And then the second people started talking shit about him from Barstool, he sued them. So that's why this all happened because he years ago got fired or let go. And they were like talking shit to each other. And then he sued Barstool for defamation because they made a shirt of him with a clown nose and what herpes lip looked like he had herpes, which was a real based on a real picture where he obviously had herpes. Yeah. And he. Yeah, exactly. Like you said, that's exactly what I was going to say with the Kevin Durant thing. He talks shit all the time about Kevin Durant whenever he's on anything that will let him on. And Kevin Durant finally clapped back at his ass in the DMs, too. So in an area where where men can be men and actually fucking talk to each other like men and fucking Rappaport screenshots it and makes it public. Like, is that the, not such the a biggest, pussy move? Yeah, such a pussy move. And he kind of set him up. He's trying to make Durant look bad when it's like you guys were going at each other. Yeah. If you're going to be the I'm the king of shit talking, you need to be able to talk shit and like get have people talk shit back to you and not be a huge pussy about it. Yeah. He used to come on the Howard Stern show, which I like love. And he he would talk shit to everyone on the show. And then as soon as they started started talking shit to him, he'd hang up. Yeah, he's a loser. And I don't know why Barcelona ever hired him. He was so annoying. I never liked him. I never liked him either. I never liked him. I, I hate his voice. I hate his whole shtick that he has. But those videos of Prez in the uh, his deposition talking to yeah. Rappaport's lawyers and then just bodying them makes me so happy. Yeah, he's talked about that for a while where he had, he had the deposition tape where they're, they're ref- the lawyers for Rappaport referring to some video uh where Prez talks about the series of events that led to them making the shirts. And they thought he was saying that he, it was premeditated and it was kind of like a, uh, planned attack against him to like smear his character or some shit. But they, the clip they used basically proved that that wasn't the case. And he was just like, well, that went well for you guys. Cause yeah. they, they just literally destroyed their own argument. And I love, I love just seeing lawyers or anyone who's in that position where they're supposed to be prosecuting someone. I love seeing them get bodied. Yeah. I don't care who it is that they're getting bodied by. I just really enjoy that. Cause it reminds me of 
me like in high school or college, like getting yelled at by someone like DPS or a teacher or something and just feeling like I'm right and proving to them that I am right. Yeah. There's nothing better than that feeling. Yeah. Yeah. He definitely felt like the fucking man, like just owning them like that. When there's someone in that authority position who just is being an asshole because they have that authority position. Yeah. And you can actually prove them wrong. Nothing better. I also, this made me love Kevin Durant. I've always been iffy on Kevin Durant because he's pretty sensitive too. But I liked, I liked the energy he brought in the DMs. I liked that he was just going out and talking shit. I liked that he said, like, come meet me and like basically challenged him to a fight. I respect that. And it made me go from not really liking Kevin Durant to being a huge Kevin Durant fan and considering buying a jersey. So I have a question about Kevin Durant. He, I know he's on that LeBron barbershop show, right? He's been on it before. Yeah. He has his own stuff with ESPN. He has his own show too, right? I got to be quite honest with you. I don't think I've ever heard Kevin Durant talk before. He's a pretty quiet guy. I feel like normally he is. Except when he's on Twitter, we're using burner accounts, talking shit to people. When When I was reading the DMs between him and Rappaport, I was blown away that that was Kevin Durant. Yeah. I was like, this is fucking, should we be reading the, the Kevin Durant it. that I know the Kevin Durant that never says a word, the silent assassin Kevin Durant is this guy who is thrown around like your wife, like I'm going to fuck your wife and shit like that. I, w- I was just shocked, stunned. And the NBA fined him $50,000 for that. Oh, 50, so Michael Rappaport, fifty thousand. Yeah, but Michael Kevin Rappaport Durant. and Michael Rappaport's excuses in the DMs were like, "Oh, go help the poor kids in Brownville, which is like a poor neighborhood in Brooklyn." In Brooklyn, but yeah. He, how can he help the poor kids now if you're taking money out of his pocket? He that the fifty thousand dollars could have went to the kids in Brownville. So Michael Rappaport uses that as an excuse. He actually took it out of kids' mouths, took food out of their mouths. Fuck Michael Rappaport, but Kevin Durant needs to be more open openly he's a kevin durant's problem is he seems to be a uh a big shit talker on the internet but not at all in person like i've never seen him in a game be that guy that gets in someone's face or gets fired up but i also don't watch a lot of nba so maybe i've just missed that so that's kind of why i'm asking you if i'm off in that thought about durant all right so i found the pictures of the tweets because some people might not have read it uh it started with Rappaport. he saw him like he felt like he didn't answer Charles Barkley's interview question. He was kind of pissed. And then he shit on him being like, just do the interview or whatever. So then uh, Durant's like, you a bitch in the DMs. He go- And then Rappaport goes, just do the fucking interview. And if you're upset about something they've said, say something up there looking like you're going to cry and shit. <laughs> Durant goes, I did the interview, you dickhead. Tell your, ba- tell your baby daddy Chuck to be better at his job and frame his questions better. He gave me two options for that dumbass question. Yes or no. And then <laughs> he sends him, Rapport sends him something again later on. And Durant goes, I heard it all before you cunt. Chuck doesn't need you as security, you pale, pasty, cum guzzling bitch. I swear I'm a spit in your face when I see your dirty ass. Bet your life on it. Meet me on West 17 tomorrow at 10. Or better yet, what's your address? 10 a.m. at Catch Steak on the corner. Meet me there, pussy. And then, and then Rapport goes, Go help the kids in Brownsville, Brooklyn, and stop being a fucking puss. And Durant goes, you a bitch for even caring how I do an interview. All you do is cocksuck other men for attention. Trump didn't pay attention to your sorry ass. So now you want to use everybody else to get views and laughs. Your life is a fucking joke. You pale cocksucker. <laughs> go, go get some sun. It's fucking with your brain. Piece of shit. 
<laughs> Rapport, go to the go to Brownsville and help the people that need a goofball. He goes, Durant goes, you go do it, you clown. Good for you, but nobody gives a fuck. Suck a dick. Can't wait to tell you this in person. <laughs> and then after the the press video came out, he just says, You called your lawyer like the pussy you are. Ha 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 ha. You couldn't talk to you couldn't take Portnoy talking shit. Defamation of character, crying laughing emojis, pussy ass want a lawyer up. <laughs> your wife mad as fuck because you're wasting that little bit of money on a lawyer on lawyers because you can't take a joke. How are you how pussy are you? Your wife doesn't even respect your bitch ass. That yeah. was all his tweet. Stunned that that is Kevin Durant on the other end. I respect of that it. Talking. I love that energy, and that made him love me. Uh, that made me love him more. Meet me at West Seventeenth. Like you're trying to actually throw down with this man, right? Yeah, now? I like that. If you're gonna talk, I've said this. I think I said it on the show. If you're gonna talk shit to people, you should be prepared for it to escalate to that. Otherwise, don't talk shit. So my grab portion, not talk shit if he's not ready to fight Kevin Durant. I like it as well. I'm just stunned that it's Kevin Durant. I I, I would have never guessed in a million years that would be Kevin Durant. I respect it. I very much respect that move. I also just love these stories in general. It's just, we're talking about before, I was talking about before how fast a news cycle moves. Like, I mean, you can't make these things up. Like, who would have thought last week to be like, oh, El Prez, Rappaport lost his case against El Prez, but then Michael Rappaport unleashed DMs of Kevin Durant talking shit and like calling him a cum guzzling bitch. Like, I just feel like I, I couldn't imagine what next week's story is going to be. How do you, as Rappaport, read back? that exchange and still release the dms yeah it just makes him look such a put like you made yourself look like a pussy yeah you're such a bitch yeah dude i don't know i want to fight back yeah it's really embarrassing i want to predict what the next big story is going to be what do you think the next big story is going to be next week the next big story make up a story what do you think is going to happen lord knows you gotta you gotta let me come prepared for that kind of question who (laughs) i mad libs it's just like all right uh I'll think of something. Pick a random celebrity. Uh, Anne Hathaway. Yes. Is she got canceled. Yes. Because she had aim away messages from 2005 that were homophobic. And racist. And racist. And then now Ellen got pissed and they're going to do a celebrity boxing match. And the undercard is Frankie Munez and Drake Bell. I can't, I can't believe <laughs> that story is going to be happening next week. <laughs> I can't believe Anne Hathaway is the first celebrity Anne that Hath- popped into your Anne head. Anne Hathaway has homophobic aim away messages from 2005. I'm starting that story. I'm going to, I'm going to plant that story in the media and it's going to go crazy. That Ellen's going to fight her over. Am I going to get sued for defamation of character by Anne Hathaway because I made up that story? <laughs> that is, uh, by the book. Uh, yeah, slander. Libel. That's libel. slander. Yeah. Slander, libel. <laughs> whatever it is. <laughs> whatever the fuck you call it. <laughs> um, okay. Fuck but, with us, Anne. I dare you to. Yeah. All right. I'll what? be in your DMs like KD in a second. Yeah. <laughs> Can't take a joke ass cum guzzling bitch. It's going to be Ellen. Ellen is going to release her DMs with Anne Hathaway talking shit to each other. That'd be sick. But it'll be on Ellen.tv and there'll be like a little kid reading it. Like, yeah, little kid cute. knows how to read. <laughs> <laughs> Who wins that fight, Ellen or Anne Hathaway? Ellen. Yeah, Ellen for sure. Although Ellen's tiny, Anne Hathaway's probably tiny too. I don't know. I just feel like Ellen, like Ellen she got called Ellen out for being brawl. a bitch, so I feel like she could brawl. I feel like she's mean and she could throw down. Yeah, I think Ellen could has actually also been through some shit. So. Yeah, all right. So we're taking Ellen. I'd um, take Ellen's side. All right, last story before we wrap it up. Uh, just <laughs> on our board, we have Casey wrote Bad Barbie, but it's Bad Baby. <laughs> oh, it's Bad Baby? Yeah. <laughs> bad Oops. Baby on OnlyFans. 
uh, with H's in all sorts of places I didn't know where to yeah. put. I used to say Bahad, Bahabi, like I couldn't figure out how to say it for a while. And if you don't know who this is, she's commonly known as Cash Me Outside, How About That? From uh, Dr. Phil years ago. But she has been, she's a teenager, obviously, when that story came out. She just turned 18. And the second she turned 18, she started an OnlyFans account. And within six hours, she made over a million dollars. Kill me now. I respect it. I respect it as well, but what do I have to do to do that, to get that? Yeah, I, I always try to think of what do guys, like what what is a successful guys only fan account? I feel like it's gay. I feel like gay things would probably be like the best for, like do guys do, do guys have straight I could only be a fans bear. accounts that do well? You could be a bear. Yeah, you definitely could. <laughs> I could probably get some, yeah, some you plays. Could. Yeah, I feel, I, I, yeah, I don't know. I couldn't think of like a straight, like could guys do feet stuff? Like girls are talking about doing feet things. Could guys do a feet only fans? Do people like guys feet? You know what pisses me off? And I haven't personally signed up for bad babies only fans, so I can't speak to her. I would never sign up for an only fans. But I know who was the other famous chick that did an only fans that a lot of people got Mia Khalifa, uh, maybe Mia Khalifa. No, there was uh, fuck. Amber Rose. No. Am I just naming all of Wiz Khalifa's old yeah. hookups? Oh, it was ah, uh, that's gonna bother me. Milano. No, you're saying the with wrong an names. M. No, fuck. We'll find it. We'll find yeah. it. But anyway, she didn't OnlyFans and got so much money and basically only put pictures of her. Yeah, she like didn't and give like people bra and like bra and underwear that are that were just as scantily as like a bathing suit that you could have Googled a picture of her in. And people were fired up about it. And I'll be honest, that's fucked up. If people are paying actual money in today's day and age, people are paying money for quote unquote pornography. And you're just giving them that. But it's not pornography. I don't get the point. I agree with what you're saying. But I think the problem, too, is there's no you're, you're signing up to get. But like, what are you signing up for? You know, like, you're, are you are they guaranteeing like they're going to be having sex on camera? Like, I feel like you're paying for something that you not know what the product's going to be. That's why I don't know why. And so there's I so much porn. Why do you need to pay? I don't get I don't, I haven't, don't get it. I don't personally have an OnlyFans account, but I have a friend who has an OnlyFans account. And I've looked at it, the people that he subscribes to, essentially you are paying a subscription fee for a more scantily clothed Instagram feed. Yeah, I don't get that. Neither do I. And these people send you messages in there asking for more money for like more. Yeah. Like you want to see me better? You want to see yeah. me suck a dick? Yeah. Send me 30 bucks. Like I'm sure some, I mean, there's definitely some that is basically porn, but I feel like a lot of it isn't and people are paying money for it. I just don't get it. Yeah. I mean, I, you know what I think it is because I, I could see this side of things is I have, I don't know if you have this. I have girls who I like went to high school with who are on OnlyFans now and will post like on their stories. I don't think I've had, I've had this personally now. Yeah. Know they'll like does. post on their stories, like subscribe to my only fans. Like that would pique my interest. But then do they know that you subscribe? Cause then I wouldn't want to do it. Do they see that you did it? Um, I don't know if they remember your name and you sign up with your name. I imagine they see all their subscribers. Yeah. Damn. Which is interesting. Yeah. That would, would be you, yeah. Would you be willing to sign up just to see, because that would pique your interest at least, right? That yes, that situation would pique my interest. Like, what's this chick doing who I went to high school with on OnlyFans? What's yeah. she what's she getting up to? She might get me for a month. But she that's might also get me set up for a month. I want to know if Bad Baby is actually throwing down on OnlyFans or if she's like one of the 
whoever the chick is that I feel like probably I feel like if the demand is that high, she's probably not doing something crazy. Yeah. And also because she doesn't need to. KFC said this in his one minute man. But talk about the fucking weirdos that waiting for her to turn 18. Like they had the they had the clock ticking down the big digital clock in their fucking house waiting for it. Yeah. So th- weird. They literally had uh, subscriptions and notifications turned on for her Twitter <laughs> account and her Instagram account. Just being like, once she turns 18, what's she going to do? I hope she makes an OnlyFans. Yes, dude. But I respect her because a lot of people in the situation she was in, they get 15 seconds of fame. They go viral and then they don't know how to capitalize on it or they just fade out or they get milkshake ducked. Like there's some reason why they just fade off into oblivion. Whereas she, no matter what you think of her, you think she's stupid, like she raps now and people are like, oh, she doesn't write her own lyrics, but who cares? She took random 15 seconds of fame and going viral and turned it into a multi-million dollar career. And I respect the fuck out of her for that, regardless of how she acts, who she is, what she does. I feel like that takes a certain level of skill. Yeah. I mean, my heart's going to break one day when we find out that it was all uh, an act that her and her mom put together and it all worked. And honestly, people get mad at it probably was. And people also, they get mad at her and shit. Everyone should be getting mad at Dr. Phil. He created a fucking monster. He really did. It's Dr. Phil's fault. That is, so if you're mad, you should direct your anger at Dr. Phil because he's the one who created her. Yeah. And also and he should res- be held accountable. Respect all these girls on OnlyFans that are able to pull in this kind of cash when there is quite literally an unlimited amount of free porn on the internet. Yeah, it's crazy. That's what I'm saying. I don't get the logic to it. We should start an OnlyFans account. Men with Mike's OnlyFans account. I'm so down. We should we should brainstorm some ideas. I think OnlyFans started as like the concept would be like a Patreon kind of thing. Yeah, like we could yeah. create gated contact. Like yeah. I can imagine someone signing up for our OnlyFans and it's just clips. <laughs> it's not like any it's clips of episodes no, that are already out there and that's yeah, it. <laughs> no nudes or anything. Or or it's just we we do a second podcast episode where we just have a lot of cleavage showing. We're just wearing short shorts and like low cut V-necks and that's it. And that, that, it's a separate podcast of just us dressed like sluts. I was, I was going to say, I'll go even sluttier than that. I'll wear I'll wear a thong. I'll wear a man thong, banana thong with like our dicks. Yeah, like just like in a banana him. hammock. Yeah, yeah exactly. Whatever it's called. Yeah. Dude, that'd be, that's what we should do. We should make an OnlyFans account where we just do a second episode every week where it's just us barely clothed. We're just in like a thong or like in Tarzan outfits or something like that. And that's it. Down. Make it happen. You're the tech guy. All right. I am the tech guy. <laughs> uh, done. All right. Well, there'll be an OnlyFans account soon. Get ready. Sign up. Subscribe. Subscribe. We're gonna, that's going to be start the show, too. We're going to be like, subscribe on Apple Podcasts. Follow on Spotify. Subscribe to our OnlyFans. Like, that's going to just be part of the whole fucking routine now we intro the show. Huh. Um, all right. Let's wrap it up. Uh, I'm starting to feel like I'm going to pass out because I'm so dehydrated. So, like, I'm really struggling. Okay. <laughs> like, I'm not kidding. Drink, drink your fucking I, water. I it's right it. there. I finished it. It's empty? Yeah. Oh, okay. man. So, let's just wrap it up. <laughs> uh, do we want to go to recommendations? Yeah, yeah let's do recommendations. All right, do yours. So, my recommendation this week, and I'm also going to give her a slight shout out because she just got some artwork placed in a restaurant near where she lives. Her name's Shannon. She's an artist who's a friend of mine. Um, you can follow her art account on Instagram. It's at Virgo soul works. Soul like S O U L. Um, yeah, she's got sick shit. You can ask her to commission something for you. You can buy her existing pieces on 
her Instagram there. It's one of those. And she's a Mikey. She listens to every episode. Yes. I've noticed she followed me. She followed the show's account. And I did actually see her art page and I did like it. So I can second what Casey Casey's recommendation because I did like her art. Maybe I should buy something. I might do it. Yeah. And she's not huge yet. So it's not millions of dollars. You're talking about hundreds of but dollars here. It will appreciate in value and then it will be worth millions of dollars. And you're exactly because she's investment. on the up and up. And she's that kind of person that I was describing where I find her shit more aesthetically pleasing yes. and better. Like I would want to buy her shit more than I'd even if I had the option to buy the million dollar paintings, I still would prefer to buy her paintings. Right. So Cause you're strictly an aesthetics guy. Yeah. So at Virgo soul works on Instagram, it, her shit's sick. If you need new art for your, yes. for your apartment and I can confirm and I think I'm going to buy something. So I think I'll do it. Me as um, well. All right. So then my song for this week that I'm going to recommend is backwards by Rio Nilo. Uh, he's, he's friends with, I, I think I played MRG, uh, one of his songs recently. So he, I found out about him through MRG because they've collaborated in the past. And I really like his music. It's more of R&B style. And he's had another song, Aqua Girl, I think is a song that came out recently. But his one song that came out last year, Backwards, it's, I've been bumping that a lot recently. So I reached out to him, said I could play it. So that'll close out the show. Let's Backwards go. by Rio Nilo. Any Good last episode. Any last words? Happy Easter, everyone. Happy Easter. I hope I don't pass out after we stop. I really <laughs> feel like it. Love you guys. Love you guys. Going backwards. Why you always checking on me? Got too much time to be checking on me. Got too much time. You got too much time. Going backwards, why you always checking on me? Got too much time to be checking on me. Got too much time, you got too much time. Girl, why you call me baby? You know you're not my lady. We don't talk no more. When I was all alone, Joanna, you did me so wrong, but you were mine. Women of the year like Zulanda. Madu, madu, like Zulanda. Don't blow my heart. Checking on me, got too much time to be checking on me. Got too much time, you got too much time. Going backwards, why you always checking on me? Call me out of spite, cause you thinking of me. Call me out of spite, cause you thinking of me. Call me out of spite, cause you're lonely. No, I don't wanna fight, go your way. Baby, you drive me so crazy, and you cut me off.
So tell me what you're thinking You know we're going backwards Backwards Baby 